welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen today, so expect miracles. This week on Faith in the Morning, we're taking another look at faith. Yes, Faith in the Morning exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. And I'm going over a message I shared last year when we talked about what is faith. And we looked at it in such a way that I believe is going to inspire you even today and help you re-examine where is your faith, how are you using your faith, are you building your faith, Faith is like a muscle. It must be built up. So enjoy the messages this week and help and encourage your faith and give you another perspective of faith and remind you how to use your faith so you can experience the miraculous in your life. Keep your faith turned on. Keep your faith turned up and add to your faith. Enjoy the message. I said we're going to stop the bulletin and invest in this app. And because we did that over a year and a half ago, when the pandemic hit, we were ready. Don't get so married to the method. Methods can change. Methods are anointed for the moment God tells you to use it. Just like Elijah, God told him to leave the brook. And a lot of people are still at that brook and still haven't gone to Zarephath. That this is still our time of restoration and it's our time to advance. It's our time of acceleration. But our faith must not be in what our flesh can do or what our industry can do, but our faith in God, who gives God ideas, concepts, and insights, and will lead us and guide us in the way we should go. So we see here, Asa had a great victory, that this great army that was in front of him lost and was spoiled because Asa put his faith in God. Now, notice what Asa did. He did not stay home. He, didn't, he had an army prepared. They went out to battle, but notice his faith was not in the army. Where is his faith? In God. Because notice this phrase he used. We rest on you. That word rest means to lean. It's also another word for trust. And so these people say, oh, faith is a crutch. You better believe it. It's something we lean on. We lean on our God. And so Asa has done all his work to be prepared as much as he can. It's now God. We rest on you. We lean on you. We rely on you. And God gave him the victory. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, but victory comes from the Lord. That's what the scripture tells us. It does not mean you don't prepare for battle. You prepare for battle. You do all the natural things, but you still expect the outcome to come from God. Go to 2 Chronicles 16. And just because you're in faith one moment doesn't mean you're going to be in faith the next. Just because you had one faith victory doesn't mean you'll have a faith victory five years from now. You have to make the decision to make faith your lifestyle, not a moment. Now, King Asa overall was a good king. Out of all the kings of Judah, he ranks one of the highest, not the highest, but he's up there. His son even did better than him. But one of the things about King Asa later, he's had a lot of victory, a lot of prosperity. He's walked with faith for a long period of time. But in chapter 16, another army comes. And the first thing you see him do was he reaches out to some surrounding countries. The first thing he does. And says, hey, this is coming against me. I need your help. Form a league with me. Get an alliance with me. That's the first thing. Now, is it wrong to be in an alliance? No. Is it wrong to make your country stronger? No. But notice what he didn't do. Trust God. Rely on God. Or even talk to God about it. 
And so in verse 7, the prophet of God, Hananiah the seer, came to Asa, king of Judah, and said unto him, because you have relied on the king of Syria, same word for rest and trust. Instead of relying and trusting and resting on God, you have rested on the king of Syria. And because you have relied, rested, and trusted on the king of Syria and have not relied, rested, and trusted on the Lord your God, therefore is the host of the king of Syria escaped out of your hand. Were not the Ethiopians and the Lubans a huge horse with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet because you did rely on the Lord, he delivered them into your hand. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in behalf of those whose heart is perfect toward him. Herein you have done foolishly. Therefore, from henceforth, you shall have wars. Notice that. Notice what the scripture just said. That instead of trusting God, he used whatever political knowledge he had gathered. And instead of trusting God, getting his wisdom, he decided to pay his enemy off and make leagues with those around him. That he didn't trust God, rely on God, or rest on God. He trusted on what he can do, and the prophet of God said, look, because you have done foolishly, and notice what is called foolish is what some worldly people would have called wisdom. And it's because you did not rely on God, you're going to have wars here on out. Because he didn't trust in God. He didn't rely on God. But notice something else, a famous scripture to a lot of us. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on the behalf of those whose heart is perfect toward him. God is looking throughout the earth for people whose heart is perfect for him. And in context, looking at chapter 14 and chapter 16, what is this context? Those who will rest on God. Those who will rely on God. Those who have faith on God, even as we quoted earlier, Jesus said when he comes back, he's looking for faith on the earth. And so God wants to show himself strong on behalf of those who keep their heart right and those who are willing to rest on him, trust him, rely on him. So are there some victories and harvests we missed out on because we decided to do what we thought was wise instead of laying and relaxing and leaning on the everlasting arms? Are there some battles in our life today because yesterday we didn't lean on God? Your faith today affects outcomes tomorrow and beyond. You have to make the habit every day, lean on God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Don't even lean on what you can think. Yes, use your brain, but that's not should be your primary source to hold you up. It's faith in God. And you rewire your thinking and your understanding to the word of God. So your mind thinks according to the word of God. Go to 2 Kings 18.5, and I believe we're close here. What is faith? It is trust, it's reliance, it's resting on God. I've heard a man of God say this way, one of the highest levels of faith is rest. One of the highest levels of faith is rest. A lot of us have lost rest this year 
not because of a lot of work we've done, but because of anxiety and stress. Some of you need to be like Jesus and take a nap. In the middle of the storm, what was Jesus do? Sleeping. The disciples woke him up. Don't you care that we're going to die? Can't you imagine how you look if someone woke you up like that? I can only imagine the look of Jesus. Like, bruh, really? And the thing is, it talks about how the boat was full of water. So Jesus might be floating on a pillow. Imagine this with me. He's not out, could be snoring. On this pillow, floating back and forth. And imagine Peter and John and James rushing through all that water. Don't you care? We're about to die. Dude, get out of my face. Jesus walked through all that water. But also remember, there was already a miracle happening. Because if a boat gets full of water, what happens? But yet their boat was still going. Don't get so distracted by the storm, you missed a miracle in motion. And so he walks through all the water, gets to the edge, and he says, it says he rebuked the wind and said, peace, be still. Otherwise, he just said, shh, calm that down. The wind stopped, the wave stopped, and it was a calm. And he looked at him and says, why didn't you have any faith? Meaning, y'all could have handled this. I could still be sleeping. This is not something you had to wake me up for. Why, he just taught them Mark 4 that day. He told them the enemy will attack. He told them how the kingdom works, so he fully expected that they could handle it. But they got distracted by the storm. It was an invisible storm, I get it. If a storm suddenly came out of nowhere and there's no rain, it didn't say it was raining. It said it was a windstorm and the waves were getting into the boat. I'm sure that would perplex many people. But notice, he expected their faith to handle it. But they became an anxiety, and they began to question the care of Jesus. And that's what anxiety would do, will cause you to question the care of your God. You know, when there were, the other time there was a storm when Jesus walked on the water and Peter began to sink. Don't be so hard on Peter, because at least he walked on the water. How many of you walked on some water? No. He, at least he walked, but he got distracted by the wind or the waves. But have I asked you this before? Is it easier to walk on calm water or rough water? It doesn't matter. You can't do it. Doesn't matter if it's rough water or calm water. That's irrelevant. Too many times we get distracted by the irrelevant. So he took his eyes off of Jesus and he began to sink. He didn't sink all the way. He didn't drown. It says he began. But at least Peter was wise enough to pray a very good prayer. Help me, Lord. That's a good prayer. Some of y'all, instead of cussing, should say, help me, Lord. Another message. And Jesus caught him, and they walked back to the boat and told Peter, come on, dude, why didn't you have faith? Made it personal. Peter, you know better. What was your faith? And could it just be during this whole storm of the pandemic and everything we've seen in 2020, Jesus looking at you is like, dude, Where's your faith? How long have you been in a church that taught faith? How many faith, mes faith messages have you heard? How many times have you gone through your Bible? Where's your faith? Where's your faith?
2 Kings 18.5. Talking about King Hezekiah. It says, he trusted in the Lord God of Israel, so that after him was none like him among all the kings of Judah, nor any that were before him. Out of all the kings of Judah, Hezekiah had more success and more victory, even beyond Asa and Jehoshaphat, who were really good kings. And why? Because of the way he trusted and relied on God. Now, I said trust and rely on God does not mean you don't use your brain and you don't work. But as you go throughout the day, you're trusting him, you're acknowledging him. God, how should I handle it? Should I do how you showed me last time or should I change it? God, how should I address this customer? God, how should I handle this? And you check it in quickly on the inside. God, they're popping off. What should I do? You've redeemed me, but my flesh is saying, trying to quote LL Cool with them. Mama said, knock them out. I really want to lean to the spirit of LL Cool right now. You're acknowledging him. You're trusting him. You're following him. And if you dare, just ask, okay, God, you've met all my needs and I'm good, but I think I should make some more money this year. What's your plan for me to do it? Then do it. Because, you know, there is a year after this one. It's called 2021. Life still keeps going. God has a plan. But have you asked him about his plan? See, something about this year has exposed where our faith has been. With all the things we're facing, where is your faith? And too many people, sadly, too many Christians, their faith is in political parties. Now, I believe in voting. I believe in researching. I watch both conventions. I read platforms, and I will vote. Well, who are you voting for? I ain't telling you. Because I'm not called to preach the donkey or the elephant. I do believe in researching. I do believe in studying out the different issues on both sides. I do believe in voting. I vote in the local elections, state elections, and the national elections. But my faith is not in a politician. One thing will save America is an awakening to God, not a candidate being in the White House or in the Congress. Yes, there are the different elections that can make some things easier for us. And yes, we should study out those things and research those things. But our faith can't be in them. Because doesn't Psalm tells us, trust not in princes? Thank <laughs> you.